Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, proud co-publisher and president of Schneps Media with 88 outlets on the East Coast and in New York City. We are so proud today to bring to all of you as a power woman, a true power force, the new speaker of the city council of the greatest city on earth, New York, Adrian Adams. Welcome, Adrian. Thank you so much, Vicki. It's great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, thinking back in time, who influenced you growing up to help you form who you are today? Oh, my goodness. Um, that's easy. It would be my first teachers, my parents. I grew up in Hollis, Queens, yay, Queens. And my parents, you know, they were they worked hard. Um, they were they were union folks. My dad drove an 18 wheeler for UPS for over 30 years. And uh, my mom worked for a correction. She was a correction officer for almost two decades and retired as a captain. They were very strict. I have one sister, uh, two years younger than me. And I always say that we were raised like veal and Hollis in, in our house. And we weren't allowed to go anywhere. So um, mommy and daddy really, um, they kept the reins pretty tight. Uh, gosh, and looking back, my sister and I resented it a lot because we didn't think that we had a lot of the freedoms that, you know, that a lot of other kids had. But in looking back, they produced two, two very uh, thoughtful um, girls and, um, you know, um, who they would, they would be very proud of. And up until the time that we lost them uh, last year, they were very, very proud of their girls. Well, I'm sure they're looking down on heaven and smiling with the biggest smile they could absolutely make because I'm sure they're very proud of you. And I know that being speaker of the City Council of New York has got to be a complicated job. What has it been like for you? What is it that your day is like? It's very, very hectic. It's a lot of work, but it's work that I was born to do. I, I always say that, you know, I was born to do this work and every day I get up on purpose with a Purpose. Not everybody knows their true purpose, Vicki. You know, and I feel very blessed um, to have found mine uh, in public service. And my, my road to public service started as chairperson of Community Board 12, the second largest community board in the borough of Queens, where I found, uh, you know, my, my true life's work. And that is um, being that servant for our community that is in need, the community that uh, has been disenfranchised quite a bit as far as, you know, being, you know, the haves versus the have-nots in a lot of instances around, you know, Southeast Queens and equitability and, and all of that. So um, my day now is uh, 24 by 7 about the work for the disenfranchised of uh, the city of New York. And my, my main mission, along with my colleagues who are majority women for the first time ever in the New York City Council, our priority is equity across the boroughs that we serve and knowing that we come from the communities that are most underserved. And it is our charge, you know, and it is our, our pleasure, quite frankly, to serve at the pleasure of our constituents that need us so much. Well, you know, I know that when you talk about equity, you are like myself, our teachers by our education and by our nurturing if we each had four children. So talk to me a little bit about what role you see uh, for the whole world of education, both preschool to, um, you know, looking over CUNY. Yeah, what a great question coming from a fellow educator. 
you know, it's interesting the times that we're in right now because we're in recovery. Although we're still um, dealing with the pandemic, we have to take a very serious look at and um, I'm thankful for the vision of the new chancellor, David Banks, and his vision right now for the children of the city of New York. We have to take a look at what's been lost over the past two years uh, during COVID, during the COVID crisis and the crisis of the pandemic with regard to our children, our children who have lost uh, education, they have lost socialization, they have lost family members, quite frankly, because of this pandemic. We have a very, very large margin of children that have left the school system that we somehow can't, don't know where they are. They've gone out of state, you know, and they've gone elsewhere. But we have to we have to recover our children from the loss that they have had. We have to make up for the digital divide that the light has been shown on over these past two years during COVID. We have a lot of ground to cover uh, and a lot to make up for with regard to education across the board for our children. So I know that the uh, biggest challenge right now is to get people to feel safe in our streets. What efforts do you find through the city council have taken to be able to make us all feel safer? Well, you know, city council is about legislation and policy. So with regard to our jurisdiction in the city of New York, we are a co-equal branch of governance with the mayor, the other side of city hall. And we look towards our legislation and policies, you know, to help make situations better when it comes to the, you know, the issues of crime right now, uh, the spike of crime that we've seen um, throughout this pandemic. Uh, we take a look at our agencies, our city agencies, and what we can do to best assist them to get the job done. So when it comes to the city council, we have enacted legislation in the past that, uh, uh, that puts you know, uh, social workers in school. Again, education is where everything starts. If we start with the groundwork, uh, that we do with our children, with our students, from, as you said, from, from K all the way to CUNY. We give them that foundation of learning and education, and then this keeps them active. Um, this keeps them in the positive instead, instead of going towards the negative. Uh, when it comes to uh, violence in the city right now, we are taking a look at, uh, again, our city agencies. What are we doing to help with mental health, mental health services, social services, those things that we can you know, escalate funding right now through the budget that we're that we're now uh, in the midst of working on the budget uh, with the mayor. So, I, I mean, we've got a vast array of things that we can do as a council, uh, but the, the, the real work uh, is with the administration and fortifying our agencies that are that are set in place to keep New Yorkers safe. So you can say that we're not going to defund the police. I have never been that defund girl. So I'll just put that out there <laughs> to, to you, you know, and, and, and to your listeners. Um, and for, for, you know, for, for anybody that's followed me and followed my track in the council, you know, as former uh, chairperson of public safety committee and having that jurisdiction over NYPD and other agencies of, you know, of protection leadership in our city. What we do notice is that we have to manage these agencies a lot better. And, in oversight committees, I say this to, I said this to the commissioner the other day when we met, there has to be a better method of management in the NYPD. 
So we recognize that the budget is large and maybe bloated to some. How can we best move that funding around in these agencies to make the work more effective? How can we get uh, our, uh, our, our officers uh, who put their lives on the line every day for our communities, how can we make their work more effective and efficient? How can we get them from behind desks and get them out into the public to keep us safer? And I think those are some of the things that our commissioner is committed to do. Uh, she's wonderful, by the way, uh, Commissioner Sewell, very dedicated uh, to the people of the city. And uh, I'm a woman. everybody and should loud and clear. Absolutely right. And a woman. We are making firsts all throughout New York, and it's something else for us to be proud of. And you know what what all what, what this says to us too, Vicky, is that, and I say this about um, my council uh, right now, the, our body right now, women lead differently than men do. We are very, very different leaders. Uh, we bring to us that nurturing spirit that overall, you know, bring it all together and, and, and the overall look of everything, not just that, you know, uh, that one track. We're looking at all tracks. We're looking at our families, at our children, at our world, at our communities, you know, not just necessarily, you know, that business. Or what, we take a look at the whole gamut. What brings us to success? And it's a much larger picture that we as women bring to the table as leaders. I agree. And I think we're multitaskers as well, because that's what you do. You know, you multitask with the balls in the air of being a mother, being a wife, being a leader. So that is really the challenge. But tell me, can you give our listeners some advice on how to be successful? What would you say would be some keys to success? I would say some keys to be success is don't be afraid to ask for help. Rely on good mentors. You know, um, I had some good mentors. I had a college professor in psychology that made me want to teach psychology on the collegiate level to freshmen, which I never did. But she was still a very good mentor to me because she showed me what a leader looked like, you know, what a strong leader, a woman leader looked like. So, so find good mentors and, and follow those models. Again, don't be afraid to ask for help. And the last thing that I would say as far as success is concerned, I'm a firm believer that we all came here with it. We were born with it. We were born with the success gene. We have to make the right choices. We have to make the right decisions and be determined to follow what our gut is telling us is right for us because only we know that. Nobody else can put that inside of you because you came here with it. Well, I think that's the most wonderfully put way of feeling successful. And I love the idea of a success gene that we all are born with. So I thank you so much. We've been delighted to talk with a real power woman who has taken the power of the city council as the speaker, Adrian Adams. Congratulations. And we're delighted to have had this chance to chat. Such a pleasure, Vicki. Have a great, great day. Thank you very much for having me. Find us on Schnepp's media platforms, Spotify, and iTunes. Till next time, this is Victoria Schnepp saying goodbye.